I'm James Brian Smith. Welcome to the Things Above podcast. You're listening to episode 17. If you missed the pilot episode or this is your first time listening, this is a podcast for what I call Mind Discipleship. It's a podcast for those who want to learn how to set their minds on things above, which is from Colossians 3, verses 1 and 2. Paul said, Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your minds on things above. What I try to do each week in this podcast is to bring you a glorious thought to set your mind on. And the glorious thought for this episode is this Our deepest longing. Is for God. The gospel we usually hear, at least the one I heard when I was a new Christian, went something like this You're a sinner. You deserve to burn in hell forever. Jesus, however, took your place, took your beating, and if you confess him as Lord and Savior, you can go to heaven when you die. In my book, The Magnificent Story, I offer a critique of this version of the gospel. I'm not the only one critiquing that. N.T. Wright, Brian Zahn, Greg Boyd, and others have offered their critique. I've come to believe that this way of talking about the atonement isn't wrong, it's just incomplete. It's a reduction, meaning it reduces what God and Christ has done to what Dallas Willard called merely sin management. But the atonement is so much more. Okay, that's a big word, Jim, atonement. What does that mean? Atonement means the reconciliation of God and humankind through Jesus Christ. So, essentially, reconciliation means the restoration of a relationship. And our relationship with God has been severed, not by what God has done, but by us. The original sin was wanting not God to be God, but for us to be God. And that puts us in a state of separation or alienation from God. But I believe we have more than just a sin problem. Even if we had not sinned, we would still need God's grace, God's action in our life. Because I believe we have a life problem, and we have a longing problem. What do I mean by that? Well, outside of Christ, we are spiritually dead. That's how the Apostle Paul describes our condition. Spoiler alert, this is an amazing thought from above from Ephesians 2. Here goes. This is Paul again, Ephesians 2, verse 1. You were dead through trespasses and sins in which you once lived following the course of this world, following the ruler of the power of the air, the spirit that's now at work among those who are disobedient. All of us who once lived among them in the passions of our flesh, following the desires of our flesh and senses, and we were by nature children of wrath like everyone else. But God, who is rich in mercy, out of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead, there's that word again, even though we were dead through our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you've been saved, and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the ages to come he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness to us in Jesus Christ. There's a lot of thoughts from above in that sections of Ephesians 2, 1 through 7. But what I want to focus on that is that one aspect of our alienation from God is that while we are physically alive, we are, outside of Christ, spiritually dead. But God, who is rich in mercy, Paul says, out of his love for us, made us alive together with Christ. So, we have this problem that we're physically alive but spiritually dead. 
in addition to the sin problem, which he dealt with. But in addition to that, we have another problem, and that is a longing problem. More than simply a desire not to go to hell, we have a much deeper longing for God himself, even if we can't name it. Now, I'm a big fan of the writings of George MacDonald. He was a a Scottish writer in the 19th century, and he influenced many people, including C.S. Lewis, J.R.R. Tolkien, Madeleine Lengel, Lewis Carroll, and even Mark Twain. MacDonald wrote wonderful sermons. In fact, I have his entire collection of sermons, but he also wrote a lot of fiction. He's probably best known for his fiction in some ways. But even in his fiction, he managed to do some deep theology. No wonder C.S. Lewis was influenced by him. In one of his novels titled Donald Grant, he does some pretty deep theological reflection. So Donald Grant is the story of a man named Donald. He's the main character who's just finished college, and he's uh, on a journey to this nearby town. Along the way, he finds a spiritual mentor. And this story that is told within this novel is filled with all kinds of crazy stuff, supernatural occurrences, ghosts, legends, even sleepwalking. And, and throughout the novel, though, MacDonald offers many little sermonettes in the novel. And in one scene, Donald encounters a woman who has been struggling with really dark dreams, particularly dreams of damnation. Um, she's having these dreams where she's, she's imagining that she's going to you know, die and go to hell. So the main character, Donald, looks at this woman who appears so sad and afraid because she fears hell and damnation. And Donald offers the following words. Now, it's, this is actually an internal dialogue said to himself. So he's looking at this woman, seeing her struggling with her fears of hell. And this is what the character Donald Grant says. When our longing after a living God is met with the offer of a paltry escape from hell, how is the creature to live? It is God we want, not heaven. God, not an imputed righteousness. Love, not endurance for the sake of another. Now, there's a lot of stuff going on in this short quote, and I just want to riff on it for a few minutes. First of all, notice that he begins by, he's looking at this woman who's afraid of hell, but what does he see? He sees her longing for God. So even though the woman's struggling with his fear of hell, MacDonald knows that her deeper longing is for the living God. He says the offer of a paltry escape from hell um, will not satisfy that longing. I think there's so much there. You know, the gospel we often hear is this arrangement that says, if you do X, Y, and Z, you can, you know, get your get out of hell free card. But what, what McDonald knows is that there's something deeper than that. That's, that's great. Right? We're not going to go to hell. That's wonderful. Thank you, Jesus. But we have something deeper going on. And then he asked the question, how is the creature to live if that's all there is? That's a pretty deep question. You know, Dallas Willard used to talk about how uh, some Christians use the threatening question, if you died tonight, do you know where you go? You know, and usually if it's on a billboard, there's flames and things around the question. If you died tonight, it asks, where would you go? But Dallas says, but what if you don't die tonight? What, I mean, just what if you don't? What are you going to do tomorrow? And I think McDonald is asking the exact same question. How is the creature to live if all you're doing is trying to do hell avoidance? And then he names the longing. It's God we want, not heaven, not an escape from hell. Now let's pause there. Do you resonate with that? I know I do. 
I know the threat of hell and the offer of heaven is a very clear uh, kind of distinction, an easily answered question. Of course, I prefer joy to eternal damnation. But to quote Dallas again, can you want heaven and not want God? I mean, if we say, I want heaven, then you have to want God. But really, the deeper longing is actually for God. And then McDonald probes deeper. It is actually God we want, not merely imputed righteousness. Now, imputed righteousness is the doctrine that our righteousness is in Christ, not in us, and that is true. Jesus imputes, or imparts, if that's easier, his righteousness to us. I fully believe that. But even is that what I most long for? No, I long for the living God. Finally, Donald proclaims that we long for love, not merely long-suffering. I spoke of this in an earlier podcast, namely that God's love is not merely one of sort of putting up with us, you know, this agape love. Well, I don't really like them, but, you know, I'll love them. Uh, And I made the assertion that God actually not only likes us, but loves us and desires us. Isn't that what we most want? I know I do. George MacDonald has, in a few sentences, offered a wealth of spiritual insight. Let me read the whole quote again. It's worth it. When our longing after a living God is met with the offer of a paltry escape from hell, how is the creature to live? It is God we want, not heaven. God, not an imputed righteousness. Love, not endurance for the sake of another. If you want to see that quote, you can find it on our website. It is one to reflect on and ruminate on because, well, it's a thought from above. I hope you join me next week for episode 18. Until then, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at James Brian Smith. And you can learn more about this podcast at ApprenticeInstitute.org. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with a friend. It might be a blessing to them. And you can also subscribe, which means you will get them automatically each week. My hope, as always, is that if one day you're asked, what's on your mind? Your answer will be, things above.